0: Jargon and Hubs with the 1220 Snubs. The podcast that only the informed Power Alley listeners choose. Worst we've ever seen. You're kidding, mate. No. First as in? In the history of numbers.
1: Yeah, that's lower than I thought. Hello welcome to an all-star edition of Jargon and Hubs and the 1220 Snubs. I'm Jimmy Johnson alongside my partner in crime, Eric Carlson. How you doing,
0: buddy? I'm a little tired after uh, watching the Home Run Derby and seeing... Jock Peterson and Vlad Guerrero, hard. that made me tired watching that. So, uh, you know, a little tired, but uh, good.
1: But hey, we're here. We're uh, now, we're watching the All-Star Game right now as we podcast. Well done. Well done by us. Now, the only thing, the only problem with this right now is there was only one Power Alley episode between the last time we podcasted and now. So, we only have three snubs and we have five topics we're kind of running into a little bit of what we ran into last week but we're gonna make up for it this week with two topics that we're just throwing in ourselves and we might even throw in an extra one that you just brought up but first let's get to the craziest baseball game that happened this summer
0: there's five sir that's five yes sir number five launch number five. maverick on alert five
1: Coming in at number five this week, one of the three snubs is the Dominican Summer League. The Yankees team down there beat the Twins 38-2, nine innings. A player got a save in this game. That's one of the funnier stats in this. (laughs) But I love the 26 base runners left on base, which means if you do the math, the Yankees left the bases loaded in eight of nine innings. The other one they left two on. Come on, what are you doing? that is one heck of a whooping right there.
0: I mean, that's that's an embarrassment to, to say the least. Uh, I am sorry to say that I have played in a game like that before. Um, I, I played ret ball uh, as a teenager and uh, we played in a tournament up here in Edmonton and there was a team from Southern California uh, that was there. It was mostly American teams and it was just we got our asses handed to us uh, regularly. It was just, it was not pleasant, but this team from SoCal, they were just pinging balls off the fences and their, their coach was standing in the third base. But it basically they could only take one base unless they hit it over the fence. They beat us, I think, 27 to one, uh, something along those lines. It was, it was horrible. Everybody felt bad. It This couldn't have been fun uh, for the team on the losing side of that. I mean, you got to give up after a couple innings of this and just kind of go, okay, we're going through the motions, uh, but I don't even want to do that.
1: This also cannot be fun for Twins fans back home in Minnesota because you didn't know this was going on. You didn't even know the game was happening, but you wake up and you hear this and you're like, it had to be the Yankees, didn't it? It had to be the Yankees that destroyed them. Of all the playoff losses that the Twins have had in the last decade and a half that have come at the hands of those mighty Yankees. Now they got to look at this and say, great, even our future is, you know, going to be troubled by the great empire. That is the Yankees.
0: I hadn't thought of that. angle. <laughs> that just makes it all the worse. I completely agree with you there. I hadn't even considered the actual major league ramifications. I'm just thinking, you know, Dominican summer ball, it's a bunch of you know, prospects and low level guys. What are the age? do we know the ages on these guys?
1: Uh, I didn't look it up, but I'm sure they're in the teens. Like probably like your are 16, 17, 18. That's just a guess though. Uh, I'm just guessing.
0: So possible. So it's at least the twins fans can take solace in that. This is a possible future, but the future in this case is alterable. This isn't, you know, a triple a blowout.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But again, we're just guessing kind of like, I'm about to guess how many hot dogs I could eat in one sitting. Let's get to that at number four.
0: four. Uh, wait, you don't think I can remember four numbers. I didn't want salmon. I said it four
1: times! Coming in at number four is Hot Dog, Hot Dog, Hot Diggity Dog. I had to sing, you know, that's kind of our thing. And you and I watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse all the time, I'm sure. At least I do. I I imagine you do, right?
0: Uh, No. Disney Channel doesn't make it up there? It does, but I don't think it's in my cable package. We want some of the Canadian ones, Treehouse and Nick Jr. and that Uh, type of stuff.
1: All right. We'll We'll
0: we'll probably be swapping out for the Disney stuff when the kids are a little older. Right now they need... uh, more Sesame Street than anything else.
1: All right, well, that was a fun sidebar. Now let's go back to the main dish, and that's hot dogs. Jeff McNeil of the New York Mets, who is just on fire right now. I mean, this guy quietly leading the NL in batting. I I did not realize this until about a couple weeks ago that he was doing this well. He was also a judge at the hot dog eating contest where Joey Chestnut won again, 71 hot dogs. He was trying to get his record... Uh, he has a record of 74. He was trying to beat it and get 75. I heard him talking about that in the Mets booth the other day. He fell short at 71. Come on, dude, four more. But first I need to rewind. I think you were doing some research on this. How the heck are you a, a judge at a hot dog eating contest? Because is there really any, there's no style points. It's just how many hot dogs I could imagine. Like an umpire referee. Is that what they're talking interestingly, about? Here? Oh, here interestingly, interestingly,
0: there, there are some style elements to it if you want to read it that way. Apparently, you can get yellow and red cards. Uh, let, me, let me pull up the – yeah. So, yellow penalty cards can be This – I'm just reading the rules off the Wikipedia page for the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating <laughs> Contest. <laughs> this is insane. Uh, yellow penalty cards can be issued for, quote, messy eating um, – I'll check the footnote on that in a second to find out what that uh, what that exactly means. Uh, red penalty cards. This is my favorite. Red penalty cards can be issued for reversal of fortune, which results in disqualification. That's a very fancy way yeah, of saying
1: vomit. I was about to say. <laughs> now, can we, now, since the World Cup just happened, can we go to VAR to check and see if this truly was messy eating and that was a yellow card well-deserved?
0: Uh, probably, uh, I would, I would get, I think that what that gets at, just having a look here, what that gets at is, you know, if you're kind of pulling a cookie monster going back to the Sesame street where you're just chowing down on it, but most of it ends up on the floor in front of you, you know, you're not actually eating ever. The, the hot dog. I, yeah. Um,
1: you're going to need to work so, on that so, one.
0: So you can, you can issue penalty cards for that. So I would yeah, guess that that is being a judge in those cases would be. Would be like that, but you know, you think we'll see uh robo judges at some point?
1: I I don't know. I'm I'm thinking about all the other possibilities. Like, could there be power plays? You send somebody to the penalty box?
0: That would be interesting. I mean, it... I don't know why <laughs> we're
1: trying to spice up a sport that you and I don't even watch. So I don't know why.
0: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that some people may not agree with, but competitive eating is not a sport. Sorry.
1: <laughs> well, let's let's talk I about it. it. Takes talent. Well, let's talk about six your talents how many hot dogs do you think you could eat in one sitting like what's the most you could do here
0: how long how long is this sitting
1: uh, we'll just call it dinner like you sit down for dinner I want you to like how many if you like if you were going really to eat set, as many hot if dogs I set you could
0: two including buns and stuff I could probably i don't know maybe like five or six like ballpark hot dogs
1: yeah i i'm gonna go and i'm gonna go in honor of hunter I think I could do ten. I, I, I'm pretty sure I could.
0: I think it would be the buns that get to me. Yeah. I mean, I remember my my biggest kind of binge eating thing. I went to an all-you-can-eat sushi joint uh, when I was in an undergrad and uh, very poor and <laughs> saved up my 20 bucks and went for all-you-can-eat sushi. This is my protein for the week. And I put down 50 pieces of sushi. That's my record for massive amounts of eating. But oh, after about 30 pieces of sushi, I had to switch to sashimi because the rice was just killing me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think the only time I've on an all you can eat, I think I did a wing night where I might have got like twenty five wings down, I and mean, they were bigger wings, but still twenty five is a, a hefty helping. And yeah, that's a lot. That was Especially a lot. With the sauce but I was stuff. I was there for a while too. I mean, that was a you sat down and you we were hanging out for a while. But I think if I really wanted to, I could sit down and do ten hot dogs. I'm never gonna find this out because there's never like I love hot dogs. <laughs> Typically, not all you, I like i um, I'm a three hot dog kind of guy. I like to sit down and if, if that's all I'm eating, I'll eat three. I'll put three down, but 10 two is
0: my, two is my go-to. Yeah.
1: Two is my go-to. And then I'm always, it's kind of like a chicken sandwich to me. I always like having two chicken sandwiches, but I, I cause if I have one, I'm like, oh man, I wish I would have made a second. And then I finish that second. I go, man, I should have stuck with one. So I, I think I'm a one and a half kind of chicken sandwich guy. And I think I'm like a two and a half kind of hot dog guy
0: you're you're one of those guys that makes like a pb and j sandwich and leaves the knife on the edge of the sink just in case you want another pb and j sandwich aren't you that's you isn't it yeah
1: yeah that's me i I just sometimes (laughs) i like to go back and go back for more kind of like i guess a little bit like the nationals are kind of dipping into their paths right now to try and pull something back and let's talk about that at number three
0: because i am good at three things three pretty good things (laughs) hey that last one's pretty cool what was the third one
1: now, I've already done one of those today, so what's the other one going to be, huh? Coming in at number three, the final snub of this week for us, but we have two more. But nevertheless, at number three, we have, are the Nationals really Expos? They apparently, uh, they wore throwbacks the other day. Uh, Nats fans were a little upset. They'd like to have the Expos kind of expunged from their history. Not sure why, but they just don't want any part of it. Uh, so, should the Nationals still hold those roots with the Expos?
0: I think it's fun for a throwback. I mean, I know that a lot of like the team records and stuff like that incorporate, you know, time with Expos and that type of stuff. And if you're talking on that side of things, I could see why you might want to kind of divide it. There are different teams and, and that, and I don't know how much spillover. I'd have to go back and look at rosters to see if there was guys that stuck around for any significant amount of time beyond a year or two after the move. Um, I mean, I, I love the Expos powder blues, I think those are classic uniforms. And I mean, I lived in Montreal for eight years. I went to a number of Expos games, so I I don't understand why they want the hard divide. I, I mean, I went and had a look at other teams that have moved around to see if there's other teams that kind of embrace that. Besides, uh, you know, the Giants will wear their throwbacks from New York, and uh, the Dodgers will get the throwback to Brooklyn and that type of stuff. But um, it's, yeah, but I, been a I lot think of teams.
1: I, I think this will kind of end, though. I th- I do believe Montreal will come back as a major league team at some point. And I think that's where the cut will become. Because if you think about other major league teams that have moved from a city that has then got that team back, you kind of see that you don't see them wearing the throwbacks of those other teams, really. At least that, not that I can, can recall. So I think maybe when that happens. But what I really want to see out of this is forget wearing this jersey at home. I want the next Tampa series, next time they play Tampa, I want the Washington Nationals to wear the Expos jerseys just to troll them. <laughs> just to troll them and say, hey, this is your future. This is what you're going to be wearing soon for like half the season. I,
0: that split stadium business, I'm not on board well, with that. Actually, just I never even thought about weird. that. So,
1: like, I, maybe it was written. I didn't read much on it. I always heard, heard the they start the season in Tampa, finish in Montreal. Would they wear different jerseys? Would they be the Expos in Montreal? Or are they going to be the Rays the whole way through? Or there's Like, how would that work? Is Montreal going to be the Montreal Rays? I mean, I knew they, they I saw... The, a...
0: the Montreal Devil Rays?
1: The, the X-Rays? Oh, done. Ah, there it is. E-X-Rays. Let's go. That's it. I
0: love it. I mean, I'm totally in. There's <laughs> all kinds of opportunities for marketing with the X-Men and everything else in there. I think that's a brilliant idea.
1: Nah, you know, you that's heard
0: it here first, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first.
1: And by you, we mean Phil. Phil, you heard it first. Spread the word if you can. Let's get on to number two. <laughs>
0: Lightning two orders, Colonel. I shoulda yelled two, two in the box, ready to go. We be fast and they be slow.
1: Wow. Landing at number two this week is our own little uh, snub. It's not really a snub, I guess, because we're picking it on our own. But the home run derby. Uh, it, I just, I love this one moment last night. It was the Rangers tweeted out a uh, video of Josh Hamilton's home run derby uh, record of 28 home runs and, and said in the tweet, "Good luck beating this." Well, uh, a little bit later, the uh, Blue Jays tweeted back a little bit of uh, Vlad Guerrero magic at them, and then they did a classic (laughs) gif of Homer Simpson backing his way into the bushes, which was good on the Rangers for recognizing that, oh man, this tweet did not live long. And uh, I just, I thought that was a fun moment in what was a really awesome night.
0: Oh, absolutely agree. I mean, it, Guerrero, 29 homers in the first round, 29 in the second round, plus all the x-rays. He ended up with 40 in the second round, which I think stands, uh, you know, Peterson was right up there too. He would have had 39. So now Josh Hamilton is all of a sudden like fourth. Womp, yeah. womp. The best part for me about that tweet from the rangers though was just looking at the ticker at the top and seeing uh the placement of other people and there's names that i forgot grady sizemore was listed there and Jesus. you know the long forgotten dan ugla oh wow <laughs> yeah he fell <laughs> previous really quick, you though. know oh man did he ever
1: <laughs> yeah he, he fell apart faster than most uh, marlins world series teams Oh
0: yeah, big time. I mean, he was tied. Did he win a World Series with the Marlins? Was he on one of those teams?
1: I don't know. You'd have to grab Baseball Reference and check that one out. But while you are looking at that, well, I just want to say I'm I thought looking that the, up right now. Yeah, the one thing I really like, they were talking about on the radio today. Uh, CJ Nakawski kind of made mention that well, that record for Josh Hamilton should still stand because you know he had ten outs to do it, and whereas you know Vlad Vlad last night had seventeen, he made seventeen outs during that. Uh, run toward 20 or 30 home runs but how many pitches did Josh Hamilton take because that oh, yeah. was the old version of the home run derby where we would sit and wait forever for one to actually be hit and so they would take pitch after pitch this isn't take pitch this is swing at every pitch so how many of those 17 outs did Vlad hit that he would have never normally swung at in the other so I agree you can't you can't match them, but I'm not going to sit there and say that Josh Hamilton's is still better because Vlad put on a hell of a show last night. 17 outs of 10, I don't care. We'll talk about how many balls that went by Josh Hamilton versus how many that... Vlad watched. I think he watched maybe two or three.
0: Oh, yeah. No, the new format is fantastic for that. And especially that they move to – you don't have to stand there and wait for the ball to land either. I mean, these guys are just pumping moonshots. It it's boring standing there waiting, gets them out of their rhythm and stuff. Like, just keep pitching, keep pitching, keep pitching. But there's uh, nothing
1: better than those final 30 seconds. I mean, if they're going to change anything, it would just be maybe to cut down on the time a little bit. But just yeah. – when you see a guy and he's like – they're down to like 40, 30 seconds. Like, oh, man, they need five – and it always seems like these last couple of years you just see these little magical runs where they, they all of a sudden just find some power and hit a bunch in a row out to tie it or just win it on the last shot. I mean, how many down to the last second, like Jack, Jack Bauer cutting the wire to stop the bomb from blowing up, just swing the bat right at one and boom, game-tying home run right there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you just get in that groove, you get your locked in with your pitcher, and you just go. And that's the one thing, And you now. I'm a little bit choked that Vlad lost in the end, despite you know out homering Alonso by what like thirty five, forty home runs overall. And the- yeah,
1: but Alonso left a lot of time on the clock left too. He he was the second batter, and he had he had won his each time, so he he left a lot of time on the board plus bonuses because he had reached bonuses. So it's, I'm not saying I'm not saying Pete Alonso was going to reach what Vlad hit. But we can't just sit there and go, oh, well, he came up this many home runs short because it probably would have been a lot fewer had he sat there and continued on. And
0: his pitcher was terrible. His (laughs) pitcher was awful.
1: He was a Mets pitcher, right?
0: He almost got hit. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever seen a hit-by-pitch in the home run derby before, but we were close.
1: Oh, that would have been fantastic.
0: Uh, Oh, and speaking of would have been fantastic, Dan Ugla would have been very happy with the World Series ring, but his sole postseason appearance was a loss in the wild the nl wild card game uh so no world series for dan ugla
1: yeah but i'm i think he made a couple all-star games at least one or two so he's got that going for him and all-star game that's going on right now as we speak let's hit that at snub number one Coming in at number one, it's the All-Star Game. Uh, let's just talk about what's going on right now in the game as we record. It's the fifth inning. There's two outs. It's a 2-2 two, two count. Shane Bieber is pitching. How about Shane Bieber this year? Coming out of nowhere to be one of the best pitchers for the, if not the best pitcher for the Indians. I guess Bowers had his struggles a little bit here and there, but anyway, yeah, now it's a foul off by Acuna. It's Acuna last night. What a performance he had. Spank three Omer, right 30. down the can. Oh, well, hey, wait a second. Wait
0: Right well, down the can. Goodbye. I'm watching.
1: I'm watching on PlayStation View, so I'm I'm behind you. So. Oh no! Yeah, let's, no. Was, let's wait a second. Here's the pitch, and it's low. Three, two count now. Yeah. Now I he's, he's going to happen. Bieber,
0: Bieber's in the dugout. Uh, <laughs> well, this is we a have fan to we have to, keep, we have to keep the jargon on delay. You know, he's uh, he's been known to shoot his mouth off a little on the air, so we always have to keep him on that Jim Duquette what seven second delay.
1: Now, see, this is the one, this is the only, and I don't even care, this is the only downside to cutting the cord is just being 30 seconds behind on sporting events. My brother, my dad, and my brother, I, we have uh, we have season tickets to the Flyers, and when I'm out there, I'll be watching on TV, and my brother will text me, like, yeah, goal, we tied it, and I'm like, "Ah." I, you couldn't wait 30 seconds like you guys know i cut the cord like i just ask all friends just give me 30 seconds it's not that long of a delay i just need to wait maybe i'm guessing three or four years at most before everybody is streaming their tv and then i won't have to worry about the delay thing because we should all be behind by 30 seconds that or internet will get faster
0: I'd be plenty happy to cut the cord too, but as I learned my first year of MLB TV, there's a bunch of stuff, uh, including the playoffs, that I don't get, so I am pleased that I still have cable so that I can watch, uh, watch the oh, playoffs still, at least.
1: I still have cable. PlayStation View, giving a shout out, can you give me a discount, PlayStation View, is awesome. I get everything. I get all the sports networks for local, national. I don't miss out on it. The only thing I'm missing that I used to watch you know, here and there was Comedy Central. And that's fine. that's okay. I get my <laughs> I get my comic relief by uh, this guy on Twitter, you might know him, Hubs PhD. He's pretty funny. So oh, you know guy. how f- you wanna know how funny he is? I'm gonna tell you about this as we speed on out. I feel the need. The need for We're gonna speed on out of here like we do every week. I'm still in commercial break. I don't know about you. Your your game's probably over by now with my delay, but I have to talk about what just happened in Canada right outside your house you took this great video I've retweeted it you've obviously tweeted it uh, your neighbor's kids drove by in a land speeder that is well known for entering most Eisley with Obi-Wan Kenobi on it saying these are not the droids you're looking for where did you where did these kids get this and I want to steal it
0: I I have no idea. I have not seen it roll through my neighborhood before, but like I, you mean have, ho- you I mean have
1: hover, hover. It's a hovercraft.
0: It's t- true. I'll just, <laughs> you know, I'll ignore, I'll ignore the wheels underneath it for now.
1: It's um, it's called imagination. They're <laughs> kids. They had, they probably had lightsabers in their hands too. Come on. You got to imagine these things.
0: I would hope so. It took a lot of effort for me not to run outside and ask all sorts of questions about it, but it, you know, I saw it roll by, I was just I right away. I was like, I need to have that for my children.
1: Uh, If if I owned a stormtrooper outfit, I would have ran outside quickly with that on and stopped them.
0: Well, that that moment, me seeing that, also led to a discussion with my wife tonight, and we will be purchasing uh, Ewok outfits for our children for Halloween this year.
1: Oh, there you go. What are you guys going to go as?
0: Uh, Honor and Leia, right? I mean, I I feel like Jabba the Hut lately. I haven't been to the gym enough, so.
1: You know, maybe that. Well, okay, well, Han and Leia from Star Wars Force Awakens, we'll, we'll call it that version. They were a little, you know, a little older, a little out of fit, so that that might work for you.
0: Uh, you know,
1: I'll figure something out. Unless you get to the gym and then you can go back to be that great Han Solo from the original trilogy. Oh, maybe I'll just find a, you know, an adult Ewok costume. You can go as a Nerf herder and we have gone full nerd i hope uh i hope everyone who listens to this podcast loves star wars phil do you like star wars tweet us let us know if you don't we're still going to talk about it because it's a really cool topic that we should probably we should probably just make sure that it's in the snub somewhere every week
0: you know, they're usually pretty good about that on Power Alley. I think that one of my favorite segments of all time, and please go back and find it and listen to it if you haven't listened to it before, <laughs> yes, is Star Wars, Star Wars. character <laughs> or minor league <laughs> prospect. Yeah, It's one of the single greatest segments of talk radio that I have ever heard. Uh, sec- second only to Casey Stern uh, interviewing Murray Chass. <laughs> it
1: lends itself to great things. I, my, my favorite, One of my favorite photoshops of all time is uh, Spil- uh, Spilly on top of the Dinger Tauntaun which is <laughs> fantastic that, that all stemmed from a original Photoshop of I just put him on a Tauntaun because he mentioned how he was having trouble getting to an early season game a couple years ago because of snow and so I tweeted that at him and they liked it and then I went ahead and made it purple and the Rockies loved it so that was one of my favorite tweets of all time Star Wars thank you for all you do that's all I gotta say so, you can follow us next week, or actually, we're off next week, right? Because you're out of town, so I guess we're two weeks from.
0: I am on vacation, all right, we'll figure my friend. Something out.
1: We'll have another snub sometime this summer. We're, this is episode 20, so you can probably count on us to keep making some more because we made it this far. This is 20 of the season, by the way. If we do all the math, we're at 32 wow. of these. That's insane. So,.
0: What are we on pace for? What we on? What's our pace? We're on pace for 162 <laughs> this season.
1: So, anyway, follow us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. That is, you can get every uh, notification of every new episode. You can follow us on Twitter, Jimmy's Jargon and Hub's PhD, and follow us on Facebook. Where I just realized right now that I forgot to post last week's episode. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I get that this week. So. I'll do better. Double feature. Double feature. Uh, it's right now. It's one nothing on my version of the All Star Game. So everybody else who's watching or listening to this. I hope you enjoyed the game. I hope the National League came back and won. Yeah,
0: we'll find out shortly.
1: All right, take care, everyone.
0: See ya.